The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. So it's finally here, football season. But do you know what this season is about? No? Well, let me walk you through it. This is more than the end of summer and the start of fall. This is what was built in the heat of July and August. This is weights, sprints, drills, blocks, and tackles. It's X's and O's, game film, scout team, and first team. This is the drive to be better, to prove something to all those doubters. This is the past, present, and future. It's the memories of Moss, Gigging, and Sapness, and the dreams of the greats to come. This is the Central League in Delaware County. This is Newtown Square, Marple, and Broomall, united. This is the Tiger Roar. Friday Night Lights, it's Shelly Strong. It's the cheerleaders, the alumni, teachers, and the student section. What do they call themselves again? Oh, yeah, the jungle. But most of all, this is the orange and black. This is Marple Newtown football. This is family. And family is everything. So sit back, grab your popcorn, and enjoy. This is 2015 Marple Newtown football. Five, four, three, two, one. It's in motion. It's a handoff to him. Far side. He's going to look to throw. Throws back. It's going to be intercepted middle of the field by Marple Newtown. That's Carmen Cristiano. Another turnover for him. And he brings it inside the 40 to the 39-yard line for Marple Newtown. Let's see what they do here back on defense. Wiggle to return. Fake, fake, up the middle goes Spring, goes Marple Newtown. It's 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 Cristiano up the middle, across the 50 and down to the 46 yard line. Carmen Cristiano on the fake punt, and Marple Newtown into Springfield territory. Marple Newtown weathers the Hawk, passes down the sidelines, hard breaking tackles, fights his way into the end zone, touchdown Marple Newtown. What an excellent job by Abel Hawk. Out of the eye, it's a handoff to Sapness. He runs down his marker. Good patience across the 30, across the 40, across the 50. One man to beat, across the 35. Oh, his feet nearly tripped up. There he goes, Adrian Sapness. Touchdown. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing? That's moving like your doggone hands. That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? Dronic, three wide receivers. Looking, looking. Pressure, ball comes out. Ball comes out. Scoop and score for Marple Newtown. Scoop and score for number 53 of Marple Newtown, Kyle Kelly. Runners under center again now at, at midfield. 5.44 to go. He's looking, looking. He's going to throw slant route to Abel Hoff. Makes the catch at the 40. He's inside. He's going to break away across the 20. Can one man to beat? He stays on his feet. Touchdown. Kennard tried to tackle at the 5 and couldn't get both legs. And Hoff is in for a touchdown. It's a handoff to Sapphis. Looking for a hole. He bounces to the outside after initial contact. A few more yards after initial contact. Still going. Breaks free. He's got the first down. 
Pick, he's got the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Adrian Sackers to the Tigers. Wow, what running by Adrian Sackers. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Brunmar Glass, DZO Mechanical, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line at Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePentima, and Jim Olsman. Good evening and welcome to an action-packed night at Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School. Tonight's Central League matchup is between the Conestoga Pioneers and your undefeated Marple Newtown Tigers. The Tigers escaped last week with a 9-3 victory over Springfield to improve the 6-0. Meanwhile, the Conestoga Pioneers dropped a tough one 25-22 against Upper Darby. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds. Patrolling the sidelines is Eric DePentima. To my left is executive producer Jim Olsman. I'm Dave DePasqua. It is homecoming alumni night and courage for Katrina. Somewhere in between, Steve, there's a football game. Yes, there is. You got the 6-0 and Tigers going against the 3-3 and Pioneers. It is a big crowd here tonight. You see some familiar faces. You also see alumni, and you see people from out of the community that have no affiliation with Marple, but they want to come and see what this team's doing. They want to see why they're 6-0. and So there's a lot of excitement around the community and outside of it for Marple Newtown. You have to believe that Coach Chris Geeking has to be fired up as he faces his old team. Conestoga fell to 3-3 last week. You have to believe his team's hungry for a win. Uh, without a doubt. Uh, you know, you lose four games, you're probably not getting in the 4A playoffs. 16 teams make it, but it's tough to get in there with all that great competition. So Conestoga is hungry at 3-3 three and three coming to this game. They lost last week to Upper Derby, 25-22. They were down 19 nothing. They came back, scored 22 third-quarter points. Mm-hmm. So this is a tough team. They can run the ball. We'll get into their running back in a little bit. But this team is going to be ready to go. And as you said, familiar faces across the sideline. Coach Gicking, his staff, coaching at Conestoga just three years ago. So, uh, you know. I know Conestoga and it's well-coached team by Coach Vogan is ready to go tonight. The last time the Tigers defeated the Pioneers was back in 2011 by a final score of 17-6. That was also the year I graduated, Steve, being a Marple alum. That's right, and that is also the last year Marple Newtown made it to the playoffs, 2011. So, you know, it's key in your success if you can beat those 4-8 teams. Conestoga is one of those 4-8 teams, one of those top echelon teams in the Central League. You can beat them. That means you're doing something right if you're Marple Newtown. It's great to see all these people out here for all the different types of events. you got alumni coming back. You have homecoming, Courage for Katrina with everyone wearing the blue shirts. It is a fun atmosphere tonight. 
In a short bit, we're going to send it down to Eric, where the Marple Newtown Choir will be performing the All Manor, followed by the National Anthem. But that's going to be in a little bit. But one of the keys to the game tonight, Steve, is what? Well, it's execution. I believe Marple Newtown is the better team, but they have to execute. Mm-hmm. Last week we saw them in muddy situations. Not very nice out. They're on turf tonight, expecting to get the ball to their playmaker, Abel Hoff, who's coming in this game with 11 total touchdowns. And I expect him, you know, to create some, you know, running lanes and, uh, you know, have a good game. 867 all-purpose yards from the line of scrimmage for Hoff. But I'm really, you know, interested in to see what these young guys on offense, Marlon Weathers, Jack Fellows, Anthony Paletti can do. This is a big moment. They know all the hype is his homecoming. They're 6-0. and How can those three respond? I think they can do well. But the other guys, the veterans, Kyle Kelly, Marcus with Abel Hoff, they've been here three years started. They've been on a three-win team. They've been on a 500 team last year. Now they have an opportunity to be on a Central League championship team. But really, I'm expecting to see something good out of these three young guys that we've seen so far uh, this season. Marple Newtown will take the field in a moment. They're wearing those beautiful orange helmets followed by their black unis. As you said, Steve, last week Marple Newtown had a tough battle taking Springfield down to the wire. Something to keep an eye on. That's something I think Marple Newtown is battle-tested, and they're going to be hungry for a home win on homecoming. And you can't say more about this defense. Limited Springfield to 30 rushing yards last week, 133 total yards. Haven't given up a fourth-quarter touchdown all season. Mm-hmm. Only allowing five and a half points per game this season. Uh, Noah Turner, we talk about leader on that defense, well, Gino DiCamillo and others, but they have their hands full tonight in running back uh, for Conestoga Manning, coming off a big game, 227 rushing yards on 27 carries, two scores. He ran all over Upper Darby, who's a good football team, undefeated in the Central League. So Marple's going to have their hands full. If they can stop the run tonight, which they've proved to stop it so far this season, they're going to win this ball game. Without a doubt. I believe this game will be won in the trenches as a game of field position. You know that Conestoka is going to come out, that power eye formation, smashing in the mouth. Marple Newtown's got to respond. Last week they put together a six-minute, 13 plays, 80 yards, capped off by Abel Hoff touchdown from 20 yards out. They're going to need more drives like that, especially on special teams, to try and win the field position battle. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the best drives. It's not the best drive they've had all season. I go back to the Radner game when they were down 6 nothing early. First time they tried all season, they went down the field, they scored. Last week, 3-3, tight ball game. You don't know which way it's going to go. They put together that six-plus-minute drive, convert on some third downs, fourth down conversion, great fingertip catch by Cameron Mathis. Great job by Pele, a quarterback. They responded well. This, as you said, this team is battle-tested. But, yes, this veteran offensive line and defensive line has to dominate like they have all season long, and they must score early. They're known for mm-hmm. scoring a lot of points in the second quarter. I think if they want to get uh, Conestoga you know, on their on their heels in, you know, early, they have to go down. If they receive the opening kickoff, go down and score. Make a statement. Special teams, Riley Fillman came up big for the Tigers last week. He placed three punts within the 20. In addition, Lambricios, he has such a big leg. 13 touchbacks on the season. Special player. You know, we talked about some special teams last week. Those two guys are so key to have, a punter and a kicker. Not too many people think that, you know, you have a good punter and a good kicker. That is huge. Flipping field position, those touchbacks, giving the... Uh, the opposing team the ball in the 20-yard line and bringing out your good defense. I mean, this defense is so good, but when you can start the ball in the 20-yard line every time, it's uh, 
you know, it's, it's great. And, you know, those two are weapons. But as we talked about last week, we want to see more out of the special teams return game. They don't like to kick it to Abel Hop, but let's see if they can maybe break something here tonight and uh, win, the, and win, win the battle there in the return game. But as you said, both teams are out on this field, ready to go. Conestoga about to break the huddle up the scoreboard end zone. And you see they're fired up. Again, they're 3-3. Three and three. Their backs are against the wall. Coach Vogan's been in this situation before, mm-hmm. and they're ready to go tonight. Conestoga comes out. Silver unis, maroon pants, and white jerseys for this matchup. Marple Newtown will send their captain to the 50-yard line. They're going to send them all out, Steve, for homecoming. You have Marcus Weathers, Abel Hoff. Welcome back, trainer, in addition to Gino DiCamello and Kyle Kelly. You caught it right, and uh, that's, that's huge. This defense is playing well in the absence of trainer, Matt Trainer, who's missed the pass uh, three games due to injury. Hey, him being back on the opposite side of Noah Turner causes so many problems for teams. If they can, as I said, if they can stop Manning tonight, who is a heck of a player, ran all over Marple last year on defense, they got to stop him tonight in order to succeed. Conestoga captains are number 33, Corey Manning, the big running back. Number 13, their quarterback, Tim Miller. Number 15, wide receiver, Robert Ackerman. And their main guy on the outside, number 35, Peter Jean, the 6'1 senior. Jean's a good player. He's a solid target for Miller. Tim Miller, again, He's got a big arm. He can win the game if need be, but I know they're going to rely on Manning tonight to try to set up Miller in the passing game. Gene brought down three passes for 54 yards and a touchdown last week, so on the secondary of the Tigers are going to have to keep an eye on. Marple Newtown will receive the begin this game as Conestoga will defend the West End. As we talked about, Marple Newtown, it's very important to drive down this field and get points, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown, set the tone early. Let's see if this offensive line can come out and dominate the line of scrimmage. We will send it down to the field as Marple Newtown Choir will be performing the alma mater, followed by the playing of the national anthem. Marple Newtown's alma mater and the Marple Newtown High School Choir at the conclusion please remain standing to honor America as the choir sings our national anthem.
That is the Marple Newtown Choir performing the alma mater and the national anthem as Marple Newtown is fired up to begin this one in the Central League taking on Conestoga. Great job there by the Marple Newtown Choir. I'm going to send it down to the field. Eric, anything pre-game to keep an eye on? You know, I just wanted to comment. It looks like such a great crowd so far. Beautiful night. We got the sunshine, the horizon up there. Uh, great sky. Uh, you know, should be a great game with the uh, with Matt Trainer coming back. We'll see what happens tonight, boys. Thank you, Eric. Back to return. The Smith kick is going to be Riley Philman. Right next to him is going to be Delco All Star Abel Hoff. That's right. And we've seen some reshuffling back there. We've seen Tehran Johnson, Jack Fallows, Riley filming now back tonight. Next two, as you said, Alt Delco. Selection last year, Abel Hoff. You can see these guys are ready to go. Such a big game for this Marple Newtown football program and community. Christopher Smith gets ready to boot this one. He is a senior. They break the huddle. Smith gets the signal. And this one is underway. It's going to be kicked to Riley Philman, who's going to return it from about the six-yard line. He's going to bounce it to the outside, spin off a defender, and he's going to be tackled down at the 26 to begin this drive for the Tigers. Looks like number 86, William Gratisek. In on the tackle for the Pioneers, so good coverage for them to start this game. As Anthony Paoletti, the sophomore, eight touchdowns, two interceptions on in on the season, comes out to direct his troops. Paoletti comes out, pistol formation. Marcus Weathers is in the slot. Behind him is Abel Hoth. It's going to go to Hoth. He's going to bounce it to the outside, and he's going to fight for about two, but nothing much on the edge. Number 32, Carter in on the tackle, but Hoff does a good job. Marcus Weathers, the senior receiver, gets a nice block on the edge, and Hoff eludes two pioneer players and picks up as much as he can on the first down. Paletti comes out. Pistol formation once again. It's going to go to Abel off the right side this time. He's going to cut it back up and pick up the first down. Number 86 in on the tackle tonight again. Gratisek. But a good job by Abel Hoff, as you said, cut back, found the lane behind his offensive line. Looks like the right side behind Laza Wiki and McKay and picks up a first down for the Tigers. Hoff coming into this one, had four touchdowns and 226 on the ground. It's going to be a read option. It's going to go to Abel. He's going to sneak his way off the right side. He's going to pick up four. Good job by Hoff. Keep moving those feet. This time number one, Ross in on the tackle. For the Pioneers, but I like Coach Kicking's approach so far. Three straight runs. Sustain a running game early. This way you open up the passing game for Paoletti to air it out to his receivers in Rufo and Weathers. Weathers on the season has 24 for three touchdowns. As trips formation is going to be on the near side. He's going to put Marcus in motion, but it appears to be a flag on the play. It's going to depend. Is he at the left tackle? Marple Newtown moved, or it's going to be encroachment. They're going to mark off five yards. It's going to be offsides on Marple Newtown. 
as Kostak checks out and Mathis checks in. So now what you want if you're Marple Newtown, you start four good running plays. You get two, three, five yards on each play. Then you go backwards on a false start penalty. So Marple Newtown is going to have to bounce back from this. Second down and 11. Ball will be spotted on the 37-yard line. They're going to play Abel Hoff in motion. Pele is going to throw it in his direction. He's going to swing it to the outside. Abel Hoff finds a crease, and he is going to be tackled down at the 46-yard line. That bubble screen's worked all season. Carter in on the tackle. But as you said, you put Hoff in motion. Could be a jet sweep, but he, he goes past the quarterback and then turns back and gets that bubble pass, as you said, and turns it off field. You get him in the open field. His acceleration from once he catches the ball to his ending spot is, is remarkable. Three wide receiver set. Paoletti wasn't for ready for the snap. He's going to dive. It's going to be close on where he spot. It was third down and two. Paoletti was not ready for that one. They're going to move the change. That's a first down. So we've seen this before. Paoletti not ready for the snap or a broken play. He makes something out of nothing. On a lot of occasions, he did it last week, improvising on those third down conversions on that touchdown drive we talked about, that six-minute drive uh, to go up a touchdown at Springfield. So Paoletti, he is not timid. He's talking about only a sophomore, but he is uh, ready to go tonight. Marple Newtown moving the them chains, 0-0 in this one. It's going to be pistol formation, three wide receiver set. Handoff will go to Fowler's off the right side, but he's going to be stacked up behind the line of scrimmage. The Tigers are going to lose one. Just nowhere to go there for the ghost, Jack Fowler's. He gets the handoff, first carry of the game. And it just met immediately in the backfield by a slew of Pioneer defenders. Good job by Connie Stoga. Running back by committee for the Tigers this year as Abel Hoth has 47 carries, Fowlers with 31, and Marlon Weathers, the freshman, for 36. So you're going to see a plethora of running backs used by Coach Chris Dicking as we pass the nine-minute mark in the first quarter. Paoletti, three wide receivers set. Abel Hoth down. He's going to put him in motion. It's going to be a rollout to the right. Paoletti's going to plant his feet, and he is going to be sacked. There's going to be a fumble, and Marple Newtown's going to appear to jump back on it, but that's going to be a loss of at least 25. Hey, if you're Marple Newtown, you will take the loss. That had disaster written all over. I don't know how Conestoga didn't recover that. I thought he was down on the ground, but that ball popped loose, never had possession of it. Fortunately, Mark Newtown hopped back on it. I mean, it's third and forever right now, but if you're Mark Newtown, you've got to be fortunate and feel good about recovering that football because otherwise you give Conestoga the ball on the 25-yard line going in. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, great coverage by the Pioneers. It, it was a coverage sack. He had nowhere to go. Pele tried to step up, but was sacked. Four wide receivers set. On the far side is Kostak and Rufo. On the left side is going to be Hoff and Weathers. They're going to put Kostak in motion. Paoletti's going to roll to his left. He's going to throw in that direction to Marcus Weathers, who has caught the pass at the 39, so it will be a 14-yard completion. But blowing up the play was number one, Dondre Ross. Ross immediately hit Weathers as soon as he grabbed it. But tough play there by Weathers. He caught that. Didn't see Ross coming. and He got planted, but held on to the ball. So, third and forever, if you're Marple, you weren't expected to pick up a first down there. And you, you make it a more manageable fourth down. Give your punter, Riley Philman, some more room to boot this one away. Philman's averaging 40 yards per punt this season. Back to return is Ross and Manning for the Pioneers. It's a clean snap. Philman's going to cut. It's going to be caught at the 25-yard line. 
It's going to be a crease on the outside. It's going to be returnable. He's going to cut it back. One man to beat, and Noah Turner is going to be able to take him down in Tiger territory. That was number 35 of the Pioneers. Peter Jean, he's a very dangerous wide receiver. Gene takes it. You don't see many wide receivers wearing number 35, but you can tell from his speed and his elusiveness on that punt return. He followed his blockers, cut back, and picked up a huge return there. But thank God for Noah Turner for the touchdown-saving tackle. It's about a 35-40 yard punt return. Pioneers take over with 6.43 on the clock. Quarterback Tim Miller in this I formation manning the running back. It's going to be a counter play to the right side and Manning keeps pushing his feet. Taking Tiger defenders with him. He's going to pick up nine. Finally brought down by Christiana. D. Camilla and Kelly all together. I mean, you're going to need a slew of defenders to bring down. He's a big back, Manning. And uh, he picks up nine yards there on first down. So good job there by that offensive line of Conestoga. Six foot one, 210 pounds. He's a freight chain coming at you. As Miller comes out, two wide receiver set. The Daquan Perry's the fullback. They're going to put... Gene in motion is going to go to Manning, who's going to cut back, pick up the first down, but he's going to be hit, and it's going to be Marcus Weathers picking up the tackle, but not before the first down. Yeah, Weathers and DiCamillo in on the play there, but a first down pickup, so good back-to-back running plays by Conestoga. This is their MO. They like to run the ball. They're known for that eye formation under Coach Vogan, and they'll continue to pound, as we talked about, 200-plus rushing yards last week for Manning. And uh, they're in great position here to put the first points up of the ball game. Miller comes out. Four wide receiver set, manning the lone running back. He's going to be looking. It's going to be a swing pass to the outside. It's going to be caught by number 26 of the Pioneers. Picks up the first down and more. That is Sean Basquet, the wide receiver, who is a sophomore. So you see the sophomore getting some action. Well, he, he's getting him on the swing pass in that slot position. There was trips left. Get two lead blockers, your wide receivers, out to the edge. And he does a good job of getting inside the 10 for a first down and goal for the Conestoga early in this game. Marple Newtown had all the momentum, but that one play, that sack really pushed him back. Pioneers trying to capture. It's going to be... Two running back, two wide receiver set. They're going to put a man, Ross, in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Manning. He's going to be tripped up in the backfield. First to hit him was Noah, Cur- Noah Turner, but followed by Gino DiCamillo. And there you go. I mean, Noah Turner setting the edge one more time. That's that defense we know of. So three plays where looked like the defense, you know, was a little, uh, you know, didn't know what to, to do on those first three plays. It's kind of sort of picked up some good yardage on them, two first downs, but they settle in on this fourth play, come in the backfield and make a great play. So good job by Noah Turner and the other Tiger defenders. It's going to be second down and goal from an 11-yard line. There's going to be four wide receivers on the far side. It's going to be dropped. They're going to call it incomplete. It looked like the Tigers tried to almost get a fumble. They sent out four wide receivers in a bunch formation. And Tigers were all confused, so Miller, you know, heads up play, snapped it real quick, but it was so quick that the receiver 
didn't have a chance to grab it. So fortunate for the Tigers, that could have been a disaster, maybe a touchdown. But Conestoga hurts himself by dropping it. So big third down and goal here for the Pioneers. And for the Tigers as they try to have their backs against the wall. 4-18 remaining, 0-0 game. Third down and goal for the Pioneers. Shotgun formation, four wide receiver set. Manning on Miller's left hip. He's going to be looking to his right. He's going to throw in that direction. Incomplete, too tall. will bring up fourth down. Abel Hoff on the coverage. Number two, Dante Gathers. Intended for him from Tim, Tim Miller, but a good coverage there by Abel Hoff as it sails high, and it looks like they're going to bring in the field goal kicker to get the first points on the board tonight. Senior kicker Chris Smith comes in. It's about a 27-28 yard attempt for the senior. Clean snap. Marble Newtown blocks it. They're going to jump a Marble Newtown takeover. Great job. Abel Hoff and company fired up. I'm not sure who got the block, but Marble Newtown will take over. Great job there by the Tigers. It's that bend, don't break mentality. As they, you know, at first we talked about, were on their heels as Connor Stoger was, you know, having some success on offense. After that big punt return, but now all the momentum switches. Marble Newtown stops him on first and goal and then blocks the field goal there. So great job by that Tiger defense led by Coach Harry Gicking. Ball spotted on the 19-yard line, 407 for Paoletti. Shotgun formation, four wide receiver set. It's going to be an option to Fallows. Paoletti decides to keep, keeps driving his legs. He's going to pick up four on the quarterback keeper. And there you go. Paoletti takes it there on the QB keep. All 6'2", 200 pounds of him, just drives forward for as many yards as he can. It looks like he picked up about four to five yards there on first down. So good job there by the Tigers. And like you say every week, Steve, he is like a freight train coming at you every single time. Pistol formation trips to the near side. Abel Hoff, the lone wide receiver on the far side. He's going to be looking to that side. Paoletti decides to keep it. Stiff arms, and he's going to be short of the sticks, but it's going to bring down third and two. There you go, number 35. Gene in on the tackle. You saw him with that big kick return earlier in this first quarter. So makes it a more manageable third down here for the Tigers here. Third and three, Dave and... You know, it's interesting to see what this play call can be for Coach Gicking. Abelhoff in the backfield. It's going to be three wide receiver set. Weathers in the slot. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff. He's going to be on the outside. He's going to dive. And they're going to depend on the spot, Steve. Well, it all depends on where that far... They're yeah, going to go for it, though. Marking fourth down. This is about inches, would you say? About one yeah, inch? This is, a, this is a full yard from where that marker's at. I can't. They're going to go for it early in this game. Two minutes to go in this first quarter. It's been a quick one. Marble Newtown and the Pioneers both had the ball. Fourth down and one in their own territory. Paletti under center. It's going to be a quarterback keeper. 
and he's going to go off the right side, but I don't think he got it, Steve. No, and I, I don't disagree with the play call. I know you're in, on, on your own 25-yard line, but you want to set a statement early. You guys, you know, don't look to look a little sluggish out there to start this game. Um, again, it's homecoming week, a big crowd. You know, the nerves get to you. Uh, not many more platoons have been in a 6-0 and position. So these guys are going to settle down. I don't mind that play call to try to get your guys going a little bit, but a great defensive effort by Conestoga there. As they're going to take over here, but that, that that just shows you the confidence Coach Gicking has in his father and his defense to stop Conestoga with such a short field. But don't you think, you know the quarterback keeper is coming, try something else and toss it to the outside of the half or something like that? Well, when you got a big offensive line and a big quarterback, because you just want to go with what you know best. Miller, I formation, they take over on the 25-yard line with two minutes to go. It's going to be a handoff to Manning, who's going to be stuffed in the backfield. What a phenomenal job by Noah Turner and company. Noah Turner again. That's the second time he just come in the backfield, blown up that offensive tackle, and dove at the running back's legs. Noah Turner is just dominating that defensive line right now. Marple Newtown's defense is only giving up 5.5 points per game. And so far... You know, this field position isn't helping that average. Conestoga has gotten the ball in great field position in their first three drives. Miller, I formation. Gene on the near side. It's going to be a play-action pass. He's looking to throw a date down the field, but nobody is home. It's going to bring down third down and 11. Great coverage there by the Tigers' defensive backs. And smart play by Miller. He knows he can't hold on that ball. I'm sure he watched film last week. And previous films of this defensive line with Noah Turner, Kyle Kelly, McKillen, and others. He knows he's got to get that ball away. So great coverage. He throws it away and uh, brings up third down. Also, the addition of trainer gives Noah Turner on the outside an added pass rush. Big third down and 11 for the Pioneers. They're going to come out. Five wide receiver set. You don't see this every day for the Pioneers. Miller's empty backfield he's going to immediately swing it to the outside Basquet he's going to find some running room it's going to depend on the spot they're close to that first down Steve on the swing pass they're a yard short it looks like from where the side judges are spotting it they're going to mark it on the 16 I believe the markers are at the 15 so here you go fourth down and one Conestoga stopped Marple Newtown on fourth down and one a couple plays ago. Let's see if they can return the favor on the defensive side of the ball. 40 seconds remain in the first quarter. Fourth down and one. Big play early on in this one. Miller's going to go under center. I formation. Tigers stack in the line of scrimmage. It's going to go to Manning off the right side. He picks up the first down and continues to drive defenders. He's going to fight, and he's going to be in for a pioneer touchdown. And that can happen on fourth down and one. Short yardage, you stack the box, and the running back gets more than a yard. He breaks that second level. There's nobody there. That's what he did there. Great job of just churning those legs and getting into the end zone. So the pioneers strike first. From 16 yards out, pioneers take an early lead in this one. Smith in the attempt, the extra point. 
It's going to be a clean snap. Kick is up. Kick is no good. Pioneers strike first, though. They lead early in this one. Six to nothing with 19 seconds remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Manning picks up where he left off last week. Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party. As the Pioneers lead early 6 to nothing, with 19 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Back to return, this one is Riley Philman and Abel Hoff. Smith's kick is high. It's going to be returned by Abel Hoff from about the six. He's going to go down the middle. He's going to find a running lane. He's still on his feet. He's going to bounce it to the outside, and he's going to be taken down at the 48-yard line with nine seconds remaining. Great kick return, about 45 on that one. Great return there. Way to respond from that. Touchdown by the Pioneers. Abel Hoff finally gets the ball in his hands, and he returns it close to the 50-yard line. So Marble Newtown have about one play remaining in the first quarter. Paletti comes out. Four wide receiver set trips to the far side. Pistol formation, Fallows. And he's going to look to his right. It's going to be complete to Marcus Weathers. That's going to be a gain of six. And that will do it for the first quarter. Pioneers lead 6 nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Marple Newtown takes over down 6 nothing in the second quarter. Paletti seems to be getting in motion. They were just unable to come down on that one. 
Yep, and Marlboro Newtown looked like they wanted to start the game off, you know, pounding the ball. Abelhoff, you're sure back in the backfield, but looks like they're going to get back to their game. They've been running in this pistol formation with three to four wide receivers. Four wide receiver set trips to the far side. Rufo is the lone wide receiver on the near side. He's going to look in that direction, and it's going to be incomplete. That was behind him. Yeah, just behind. Good timing on the throw. He got him right out of his break, but just a little bit behind him. Rufo got his hands on it, but just as you said, a little out to outside, and it would have been enough for a first down, but going to bring up third down and six for the Tigers. A big, big play here. Try and keep this drive alive as Paoletti comes out with Abelhoff on the play. Four wide receivers set. Kostak, Mathis, and Weathers on the far side in the trips. It's going to be a handoff to Abelhoff off the near side. He's going to get a burst of speed, pick up the first down, but there's a flag on the play. Number 86. Gratisak. I do love the play call there. Although it's going to be coming back a holding. So that's going to negate that first down run by Abel Hoff. But Conestoga, you're in that passing formation, Conestoga expecting to pass. You hand it off to Abel Hoff out of the pistol formation, and he picks up the first. But unfortunately, someone grabbed a hold of a jersey. Third and ten here. Yeah, it's about third down and 11. So you have to think a passing pattern is going to be in the works here. Yeah, and you, know, you can never rule out a screen or one of those swing passes outside just to get your guy in the open field. Because, you know, potentially what you pick up here is four down territory. Trip to the far side. Hoff, the low wide receiver. Pangaletti's looking to his left. He's going to go it back. He's going to throw it down the field intended for Abel Hoff. There's going to be a pass interference penalty, though, but he was double covered. Yep, and it looks like you didn't see anything, but maybe he's probably pulling on him because Abel Hoff doesn't really get beat by corners too much. He runs right mm-hmm. by them. Might have been a a holding call, but if that ball's in the air and you, you tug, that's pass interference. It's Whereas fine. if you're holding before the ball's thrown, that's a holding call. So pass interference, that's going to give you an automatic first down if you're Marple Newtown. So good job there by the Tigers. So Marple Newtown takes a shot down the field to Abel Hoff to get the pass interference penalty that will give him a first down. 11-26 in this one. Tigers trying to get on the board to even it up. And sometimes that's just what you need. It's something, a break your way uh, to get things going. And Marple Newtown really needs to capitalize here. Trailing for only the second time all season long. Paletti, pistol formation, trip to the far side. He's going to be looking to his left. He's going to step up in the pocket. He has an open wide receiver. Just misses him. That was Rufo in the seam. He had Rufo. You could say it was a little high or just out of the reach of Rufo, but, you know, they say your hands are on the ball. you got to catch it. I know Rufo wants that back. Paoletti probably wants that back on a little softer touch, but, yeah, that was six points if Rufo's able to haul that in. So missed opportunity again by Marple Newtown. They got to execute. That was one of the keys in the game, execute. When you come in, you know, 6-0, you know that you, you have the advantage on the other team. You need to execute these plays. Second down and 10 from the 38. They're going to trips. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. Handoff off the Fallows. He finds a crease up the gut, and he's going to pick up eight on the carry. Good job there. 
by the ghost. Jack Fellows gets the ball, takes it up the middle behind the offensive line and picks up a good chunk of yards there. Sophomore doing a good job this season. Third down and manageable, third down and two. They're going to come out, same formation, trips to the near side, Fallows the lone running back. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows once again. He finds a running lane and picks up the first down. And there you go. That's the confidence Coach Kicking has in these players, these sophomore players, Paoletti, Fallows, Weathers, Taylon Johnson. He has faith in these guys. And, and two big situations there, second and long and third and short, must-have situations he trusts. The sophomore, Jack Fallows, and Fallows gets it done. Fallows picks up six on the carry. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to go right back to the sophomore, who continues to drive his feet and take Pioneer defenders with him. And another great run by Fallows, but great job by Carr and McKay just dominating up front as well as Rose up that middle. And we see McEwen down for 10 yards downfield blocking his guy. Good job by those guys up front. They need to take over here and put this ball in the end zone. Trips formations in the near side. Pistol formation. And it looks like there's a flag on the play. It's going to determine, but it's going to be encroachment on the Pioneers that will give Marple Newtown a first down. Ball will be spotted on the 13. Yep, second and four. Good hard camp by Paoletti, the young sophomore. He gets kind of still going to jump, and that's an easy first down. So Marple Newtown inside the 15 for the first time tonight. I have to admit, Steve, this is unusual. Marple Newtown is just pounding the ball. Something like that six-minute drive we saw last week. Pistol formation, three wide receiver set. Rufo and Mathis on the near side. It's going to be a high snap. It's going to be given to Fallows. Seems to be some miscommunication in the backfield. He's going to be taken down. It's going to be about a loss of one. Number 61. Laughing, laughing check in on the tackle for the Pioneers. And they were waiting for that. They were stacking the line of scrimmage there. And as soon as Pele handed it off to Fallows, he was met in the backfield. Good job by the Pioneer defense. Paoletti comes out, four wide receiver set. Lafanichik, excuse me. By Abel Hoff in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to the outside. Pioneers see nothing. He's going to cut it back, and he is going to lose 15 yards on the play. An explosive player like Abel Hoff, when you're met in the backfield like that and you think you can, you know, reverse field, you're going to try to do it. I mean, a lot of people want to say just get down, but... And you got that competitive nature like Abel Hoff, and he you know, made a, might, might have had an opportunity to reverse field, but kind of still his defense is fast, and they came in and they swallowed him up there. So a big, big loss of yards here. Paoletti's coming out five wide receivers set. And Coach Kicking's going to burn a timeout, third and forever. Pioneers lead 6-0 in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. 
Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Tigers, third down and 24 ball spot on the 27-yard line with eight minutes to go in the second quarter from Keystone Crozier Stadium. Crozier Keystone, excuse me, Steve. Five wide receivers set for Paoletti. Empty backfield. Paoletti's looking to his left. He's going to go back to his right. He's going to throw to the end zone. And it is going to be dropped by number one, Ross, who almost came down with it. So, interesting play call here. It's balls at the 27. You're looking at a... I mean, it, it's a long field Yeah, ball. they're going to send him in. There is some win tonight, but they're going to give Lambritius opportunity. I mean, it's fourth and long. That's a 44-yard field goal for Lambritius. He has a long of 45 this season. So it wouldn't yeah. even be as long. Now and see if he can head this. He need a good snap by Tobin, a good hold by Christiana, and he'll be able to put this throw with both those things. Of course, good blocking. The clean snap, Lambricio's kick is up. And the kick is good. Lambricios makes a 44-yarder with eight minutes to go in the second quarter. Pioneers lead 6-3. The Marple Newtown is clawing back. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Eric, people say it's hard to find good help today. Eric, how about that field goal? Or wind damage to your you know, that's huge just to get points there after the big loss on the jet sweep from half. I mean, just to get points and put their great defense back on the field and see what they can do here. Thank you, Eric Lambricius. Kick is going to be bounced. It's going to be caught at the three-yard line. He's going to take it out. He's going to be ahead of steam. He is still on his feet. He's going to take the Pioneers all the way down to the 50-yard line. What a job by the Pioneers. Number 24, Wes Alexander. Outstanding return there by Alexander, so... They already have a great punt return and a great 
kickoff returns, so they are winning the special teams battle with, I mean, again, they have field position on the opposite side of the 50-yard line. So this is the third time with the ball, and three times they've had great field position, not giving the Tigers' defense a lot of room to work with. I formation for Miller is to come out on the 48-yard line. Handoffs will go to Manning off the right side. He's going to find a crease, and he's going to pick up six as this offensive line of Conestoga seems to have found a rhythm. Yeah, they're impressive. They are uh, firing off the ball, staying low, and getting a nice push on this Tigers defensive line. Eric, you've seen them up close and personal. What do you think? Yeah, their offensive line is pretty young, but... They're playing very physical. They're, they're providing holes for Manning pretty much all, first two quarters so far. Uh, they've dominated offensively. Handoff will go to Manning. This time off the left side. He's going to take a blocker, but he's going to only pick up one. It's going to be third down and four. Not easy to go off the edge on this Tiger defense. As you have Dash Dolgarian this time coming to make a play. Another sophomore in his middle linebacker position. So just a gain of one there. So a big third down here for the Tigers. Let's see if they can stop the Pioneers. Pioneers lead 6-3. to three, Third down and four on the 42-yard line. Miller comes out. I-formation. Manning the deep back. Gene, the lone wide receiver on the far side. They try to get Marple Newtown to jump, and it appears they did. The five yards will give him the first down, Steve. Yep, a good hard count there by Miller. Good discipline by the Pioneer offense. And that's going to give him an automatic first down on third and four. How is that hard count, Eric? It seems like he almost got three linebackers to jump on the play. Yeah, I can hear it loud and clear from on the 30-yard line right now. He's great. It sounded like an Aaron Rodgers hard count to me. Anytime you compare... The opposing quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, you're doing a really good job. <laughs> As Miller comes out, it's going to be a handoff to Manning off the far side. He's going to bounce, but he's going to be dropped. As Noah Turner continues to play phenomenal football the last few weeks. He set the edge, and then Manning kind of bounced outside, and Turner just shut the blocker and made a nice play. A good, good pick up of two yards for Manning, but... Even a better play by Noah Turner. That could have been a lot more if he didn't get off that block. Second down and eight as the Pioneers are in Marple Newtown territory. Ball is spotted on the 35. They started this drive in Marple Newtown territory. Miller comes out. Two wide receiver set. They're going to put a man in motion. And it's going to be a handoff to Manning. He's going to go off the left side. None other than Noah Turner once again. There you go. Turner, Dolgarian, Christiana, and all those McEwen all in on the tackle there. They're going to bring up third down for Conestoga. So, Wapenutown was just in the position on third and four. A couple plays back, jumped on a hard count by Miller, gave them an automatic first down. So, Wapenutown, got to stop him here. Just four minutes, 4.50 to go in this first half. Only three points on the board. They want to get this ball back in the hands of Paoletti in the offense. Miller comes out, two wide receivers set. Manning the running back. He's going to put a man in, Gene, in motion. And it's going to be a handoff to Manning off the left side. Marble Newtown stuffs him. It's going to bring up fourth down. Good job by Gino DiCamillo. 
to make the play there. Initially, it looked like that left side was getting caved in and would have been a first down pickup for Miller, or for uh, Manning, excuse me, on that counter. But great job by Mar Blue to fight across the blocks and make the play. So, fourth down. Coach Bogan's going to keep his offense on the field here, and let's see if this Marlboro Town defense can do what they've done all season long and make a big stop. Fourth down and five, ball is spotted on the 32-yard line. This is a huge play in the first half as Pioneers get the ball to begin the second half. I formation, Miller under center. He's trying to get players to jump offside, Steve. He was trying to use that hard count. Doesn't work. Pioneers take a timeout. We will as well. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment. Where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Marple Newtown's defense comes out once again, fourth down and five. We see if Conestoga likes to punt or go for it. Looks like Miller's going to come back on the field here. So they try to jump him off sides. I was, gonna, I was expecting Vogan to maybe punt, you know, punt it and pin Marple Newtown potentially inside the 10-yard line. But it looks like Miller's going to come back out here and go for it on fourth and five. Three w- wide receiver set for Miller, manning the lone running back. He's going to put a man in Alexander in motion. He's going to be looking that way. Miller's going to scramble to the outside. It's a broken play. He's just going to throw it out of bounds. Marple Newtown will take over on downs. Great coverage once again by Marple Newtown secondary. They stick on their man. Doesn't don't allow any separation from the wide receiver to the defensive back. And Marple Newtown puts good pressure on Miller as he rolls out and just throws it away. Marple Newtown's going to take over on downs with 3.30 to go in the first half. Marble Newtown earlier in the game connected on a 44-yard field goal to give them a touchdown, but not before a Manning 16-yard scamper giving the Pioneers a 6-3 lead. Marple Newtown takes over with 3.30 on the clock. This is going to tell me a lot about what this Marble Newtown defense is about. If they can move down the field here, either put up a field goal or put some points in the end zone, their backs are against the wall here, down 6-3. Paoletti comes out, ball is spotted on the 32-yard line. Three wide receivers set. They put Abelhoff in motion. They fake the jet sweep, come back to Rufo, who's going to be spotted on the 40. It's going to be an eight-yard pitch and catch. Number 25, Alexander, West Alexander in on the play, but a good first-down pickup by Rufo from the Paoletti pass. And we saw that two-minute drill they ran last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, passes out of the bounds to the sideline, set up a Lambrizio's field goal. Uh, which was no good, evidently, but uh, the way they moved this ball, 
you know, in the air with, you know, time against them, they do it pretty well. Four wide receiver set. They're going to put Hoth in motion once again. This time it's going to be up the gut. The Fallows Pioneers are not fooled, but it's going to be close to the first down, third down and one. Daquan Perry was not fooled, as you said. I love the play called jet motion, and he handed off to Fowles on the misdirection, and they were there for it, but it was a good, you know, good gain. It's going to now bring up third down and one, and, you know, Playbook's open here, whether you, you know, maybe a swing pass to Hoff, get him in the open field, or just pound it up the middle. Tigers still have two timeouts. Trips to the near side. Paletti walks up. He's going to go under center. He's going to do a quarterback sneak. It seems like they got a push. The near judge gives him the first down, and they're going to move the chains. Eric, did you have a better view? I honestly thought it would, they would have to bring out the chains to measure that. It looked really, really close, but we'll take the first down for the Tigers. Thank you, Eric. That was the close one. See, second time yeah. they've done that QB well, sneak. The second effort got him there. He, he initially went up the middle. Nothing was done. Then he went to the right side behind big Luke Lazowicki, the 300-pounder, and he was able to get on the second effort. Good job by Paoletti in the offensive line. Trips formation. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. It is a loose ball. Paletti picks it up. He's going to scramble to the outside with his left arm. Throw it out of bounds. They're going to throw a flag for intentional grounding. Yeah, but even though you're outside the tackle box, there's no receiver in the vicinity. The ball didn't get, caught, didn't get past the line of scrimmage. Good heads-up play. I mean, he just wanted to get to the side and just try to throw it away. But the ball didn't get past the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a loss of down. So, unfortunate there for Marple Newtown. They're talking the head coach in Vogan. We're going to see what they're going to talk about. Uh, maybe taking off where the ball's going to be spotted. So, it's going to be intentional ground. It's going to be two flags on the play. I wasn't unsure about the first one, but the second one was clearly intentional grounding. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. That call. This was that's a running huge, play. That's a huge loss. So it was better if he just fell on that ball. But again, yeah, he's a playmaker. He wants to pick it up, and you know he wanted to throw out of bounds. But again, a huge loss here for Marple Newtown. And you, you don't have to get it all back here. It's only second down. Get some chunky yards here. Make it more manageable for third down. Second down and forever for the Tigers. Trips to the near side. Paletti. Pistol formation. He's going to look into the right. It's going to be a bubble screen intended for Abel Hoff. It is broken up. Well done by the Pioneer in the area. I believe that was number, that's number 15. And that was a great job by Ackerman, the captain. Yep, Ackerman comes in and makes a great break on the ball. Trying to get that screen to Abel Hoff. Get some open room in the middle of the field there. With some blockers, but good defensive play here. So third and long, third and 26 to be exact here, Dave. Interesting what they do here on, on this third and long play. Well, we saw the Eagles convert fourth and 26 once. Maybe the Tigers should make this third down and 26. Strips to the near side. Paoletti shotgun. It's going to be a fake screen to Abel Hoff. He's going to launch it down the field, and it's going to be intercepted. Almost as good as a punt. They're saying Marcus Weathers came down with it. But they're going to call an interception on the field. It looks like Ross came down with the pick. Marple Newtown claiming Weathers had it. 
regardless, it's oh. going to be Pioneer football in the 40. Well, that's, a, that's an interesting call there. Looked like he grabbed it out of his hands. That would have been a remarkable play. Um, that was tri- triple coverage. I mean, the way he ripped that out, I don't know if the player was down when he ripped it out. The ref was right on top of it. That's probably what happened. His knee might have been down when he ripped the ball out of his hands. But it looked like it was a clean rep, and he, he mm-hmm. caught the ball. But I guess the player's knee might have been down once he gained possession. And that's why they keep it to Conestoga. But nonetheless, it, you know, it's a good punt. Eric, did you get an explanation on the sideline? I don't have an explanation, but from what I saw up close, it looked like the Conestoga D-back had the ball in his hands. But as he was coming down, Marcus had possession of the ball. He, he ripped it out. Thank you, Eric. As Miller comes back, play-action pass. He's going to throw it down the field in the area of Ross. It's going to be incomplete over the middle, applying the pressure with Noah Turner and company. Yep, good job there by Turner in the D-line. As Marpenetown's got to hold Connor Stoke here. 150 to go. Cannot let them get on any more points on the board. As you said, they have the second-and-a-half option to receive the ball. Since Marple Newtown chose to take the ball on the opening coin toss. Two minutes to go. Second down and ten on the 41. Eye formation for Miller. He's going to put a man in motion. It's going to be a pitch out to the outside of Manning. He finds a lane, cuts it back, picks up the first down. Good blocking on the edge. Yeah, good edge blocking there. And you don't see many teams get the edge on the Tigers. Noah Turner. Ran over his man and almost tripped up and made a spectacular play on Manning in the backfield, but he was able to fight through that and go behind some of his blockers towards that Conestoga sideline for another first down. Ball is on the 47 as the clock continues to tick down. A minute 30 remaining. I formation. Handoff goes to Manning on the near side. Makes a move, but Dash Dolgarians tackle him. That's going to be a two-yard pickup, but the Pioneers are going to burn... One more time out. They have one remaining. Pioneers lead in this one, 6-3. to three. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0222, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome you back. Second down in a ball spot on the 45-yard line with a minute 20 to go. Pioneers have one more timeout. Yep. You said 120 to go here. They're in. Good field position across the 50 in Marpenutown territory, ready to strike. Five wide receivers set for Miller, empty backfield. 
Miller's going to be scrambling out to his left. Kyle Kelly's applying the pressure. He tucks it. He has running room. He's down the sidelines. Ball is going to be spotted at the... He's going to keep moving. It's the ball is going to be spotted on the 28. That was going to be a 17-yard pickup. But good pressure by Kelly, but it allows him to run down along yeah. the sidelines. Kelly got good pressure, but broke contain there. The, couldn't tell if he was in a D-tack or a DM, but you know, as a DM, you can't lose contain there. And that's what happened there. Miller was able to scramble out. So a good coverage once again by Marlboro-Town. They haven't allowed Miller to complete any passes down the field. Their coverage has been outstanding. But this front seven has to keep playing the way they've been these first six games of the season. Three wide receivers set. Manning the lone running back. They're going to put Alexander in motion. Miller's going to be a handoff to Manning. And he is going to make a stiff arm on Gino DiCamello, but he's going to take it out of bounds. That's going to stop the clock. So good initial hit by DiCamello. Couldn't bring him down, but forces Manning to go towards the side. And he's finally pushed out by Cooper Moss, the junior, number 44. So second down here, a minute five to go for Conestoga, Dave. Marlboro Newtown needs to get a stop here going into the half. Three-yard pickup. For Manning. Conestoga, unusual, but they're going to come out once again. Five wide receiver set, empty backfield. Clean snap. Marple Newtown applying pressure. It's going to be a pitch out to Ross. He's at the first down marker. He's going to be short. It's going to be third down and one as the clock continues to run down. Pioneers getting a signal from the sideline. Referee's going to blow the clock dead. I think they're going to get a measurement. They're still talking about it, Steve. So oh, they, just, they just pointed for a first down. But the that third down marker stick, as you can see, is well before that first down chain. So whatever this does, it, get, it gives Conestoga time to get a play in. Exactly. They only have one more timeout. So regardless, this allows Conestoga to gather and strategize. Any, any other perspective, it does give it does give Marpa Newtown's defense a break, which they might need. So they're still talking about it. As the coaches are going to go to midfield to talk about what's going on, Vogan's pointing towards first down. Coach Kicking's pointing towards third down and one. So this is an inter- Eric, you have know what's going on? Well, the only thing I can tell you right now is that the Kickings, they wanted their defense a chance to talk it over too, just like Conestoga was talking it over, sort of like a free timeout. Um, I still don't know what they're ironing out right now. I'm trying to figure that out. Thank you, Eric, because there's a lot of confusion before the half. As they're going to put time back on the clock. That's precious time that Conestoga gets back. Yeah, I'm not sure what the confusion was about. They give him a first. I'm very confused on what just happened down there. So they're going to put... 52 seconds on the clock. As we saw last week, Marple Newtown got time back before the half and were able to get that field goal, which was critical to win that game last week. 
Yeah, so if you're more Newtown, you can't. Field goal. Okay, that's fine. You're still down by one score, but a touchdown here is going to put you down two scores, potentially going into the half. I know they'll have some time left, all depending on one, if Conestoga scores, but they get the second-half option to receive. Stoga does. Five wide receiver set. Miller's going to roll out to his left. Miller Turner appears to get hold. The ball's going to be thrown, and it is going to be complete, and the Pioneers are going to be down at the one-yard line. But it almost looked like Noah Turner was tackled by the right tackle. Yeah, he can't tackle the defensive lineman. Uh, Noah Turner just annihilated him, just bull rushed him, and he got drugged down. That's that's a blatant hold. Um, how the referee missed that is, you know, you, you can't throw on it nonetheless. So the ball's going to be down on the one-yard line, timeout by Conestoga. First down and goal from the one. Ross came down with that play. We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Dicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. First down and goal from the one. 33 seconds on the clock. Miller under center. Tigers crowding that defensive line. It's going to be a QB keeper by Miller. And he plunges his way into the end zone. Touchdown by the Pioneers. That one hurts. That one does hurt, especially after a blatant missed call holding on Noah Turner. That gives him the ball in the one-yard line, and they punch it in. So 12 to 3, pending the extra point. So Miller gets the quarterback sneak in for the end zone. Conestoga has Smith to attempt the extra point. He missed the first one. Miller gets the snap. It is clean. The kick is up. The kick is good this time. Conestoga leads 13-3 to with 27 seconds remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Squall Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. The quarterback keeper puts Conestoga up 13-3 with 27 and a half seconds remaining. Back to return this one is Philman and Hoff out of a Smith kick. Expect a squib kick here. Keep it out of the hands of Abel Hoff. 
even though it's 27 seconds, Marlboro Newtown will try to run, go down this field and get points. It's going to be a squib kick, and it's going to be dove on at the 30-yard line. So it's only going to take a second and a half off. Coach Kicking will come out one timeout, possibly to try and get field goal range. Yeah, I mean, we saw them work down the field against Upper, or, uh, excuse me, Springfield last week at Springfield before the half. We'll see what they can do here. See, Lambrito's had uh, plenty of leg on that 44-yarder. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if he can attempt, I mean, he's had a 57 in, in practice. Um, so even if he can, uh, you know, set up something, at least give him a shot at it, I'm sure Marple Newtown will take it. Paletti comes out, four wide receiver set. Paoletti's going to roll out to his right. He's going to look his target down. It's going to be intercepted and fumbled by number 25. That is Wes Alexander. That's a big play because that puts Conestoga back in range. Coach Dickin complaining. He, he's saying that, well, that he didn't have a he didn't have control of that ball because he intercepted and if. It slipped out of his hands. Eric, did you see that? So, Conestoga is going to take over. Here. 16 seconds left. And there, looks like they might just run it out. Formation they're in. I formation, Miller under center. It's going to be a play-action pass. They're going to go deep down the field. Abel Hoff on the coverage. Incomplete. But, man, they fooled you, Steve. They went down the field. Yeah, as soon as I said that, I, I wanted to take it back because I saw the wide receiver out man-to-man on Hoff, and Hoff does a great job of biting him up and running stride for stride down the field. So, fortunately, incomplete pass here. We'll see what Connor Sogan wants to do. Nine seconds left but zero timeouts. Zero timeouts. Pioneers lead in this one, 13-3. They're just going to take a knee and go to the half. Conestoga leads 13-3 at the half. Miller tucked one in from the one-yard line. Manning has scored from the 16. Lambrizio is connected on a 44-yard attempt. Coach Kicking is fired up to go into the half. Pioneers will get the ball to begin the second half. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. And now, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here is Jim Alsman, Eric DePentima, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua.
We're welcoming you back for the second half. Marple Newtown trails in this one, 13 to three. Conestoga connected with a Manning touchdown to begin this one from 16 yards out. They missed the extra point up to go six to nothing. Marple Newtown threw it down the field to Abel Hoff, pass interference set up a 44-yard field goal for George Lambritios. Then at the end of the half, quarterback sneak by Miller made it 13-3. What can Marple Newtown do to get back in this one, Steve? Well, first of all, they're going defense first. I mean, this defense that has been so solid all year, only the second time this year they've given up double-digit points, this time in the first half. Uh, took Conestoga. Conestoga's playing a good ball game so far, running the ball well, dominating up front on the line of scrimmage. Um, unfortunately, you know, uh, you know, late in the game they scored from one yard out after a, a missed call, I'm going to say. I hate to complain, but it was a blatant missed call. But nonetheless, Marple's down 10 points. I'm sure Coach Gicken made some great adjustments. He's a great coach, um, halftime coach, making those adjustments. So, you know, they got to come out. they got to dominate on defense. Get the ball back to Paoletti and start mm-hmm. putting some points on the board. Sustain a drive. Whether you put points on the board or not, you got to sustain a drive. Get some momentum back on your side. Especially the way Noah Turner has been playing. He's been playing out of his mind. Great job on the defensive line. But I'm waiting for someone else to show up, Steve, as as we begin the second half. You know what? They're, they're going to need a big play. I don't know who it's going to come out of, but if they can get a turnover on defense, something that sparked this team, um, it's going to be huge for them. I mean, this crowd is huge. I just walk down, uh, down this island and get some great meatballs by our sponsor, My Way Entertainment. Uh, <laughs> they were good. But the, the crowd is huge tonight. Uh, they came to see this football team 6-0. and They also came out for uh, Marple Newtown High School uh, student Katrina Carlton battling cancer. Uh, everyone's wearing those blue Hope shirts tonight. No one fights alone. We wish her very well. Uh, but this crowd is so huge tonight, and... You know, homecoming, and I know Marple Newtown coaching, and they want to perform well for this for this crowd. But you know, when it's all said and done, they don't care. You know what's going on; they need to win this football game. Down ten, down ten points right now. Now, Steve, I don't know if that brought back flashbacks for you, but they just did homecoming court down there, and we have our own king over here <laughs> next to me. Was that back in '09, Steve? Uh, that was 2008. 2008. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's it's not real fun being a football player coming down here at halftime. I remember <laughs> my coach wasn't too happy when I had to leave the locker room when we were in a tight ball game, but uh, I did win uh, <laughs> nonetheless. But now, good times, uh, good times. Good to see these guys out here tonight, uh, you know, having fun. I just missed who did win the homecoming camp. I see them down here right now. Congrats to both of them. Um, I'm sure they're great role models in the community and in the uh, school district mm-hmm. here at Marple Newtown. A great festivities tonight, as I said. A huge, huge crowd, huge turnout. People love Marple football. They've come to love it the past couple of years. This team 6-0, this community's behind them. They're pulling for them down 10-0. Conestoga came out firing. Their backs are against the wall. 3-3, three and three, you go 3-4, and four, you're you're out of the 4A playoffs. They, they have still Springfield next week. They have a tough schedule ahead of them still. Mm-hmm. They need this win. But if you're Marple Newtown... Yeah, you want to you want to stay perfect. You got to keep winning in order to get a Central League title, which is going to have in 38 years. So this is huge for Marple Newtown as well. Marple Newtown seemed to get some momentum going with the run by Abel Hoff early in this one. Decided to go with the passing attack. Didn't really work. They had the ball snapped over their head. A few miscues, and that's a main reason why they're down by 10. I expect them to go back to the running game, whether it's Hoff in the backfield or one of the young guys. 
to mm-hmm. keep pounding that ball, to set up those deep passing plays, maybe a wheel route here and there to Abel Hoff, something to get their guys open downfield. And don't forget those you know swing passes to Hoff you know, out of the jet formation, out of the backfield, where he's going to get in the open space. We haven't seen too much of that tonight. They love giving Abel Hoff open the ball in the open field to get create some space on his own. Um, I expect him to go back to that and try to get something going here. But first, they got to stop Conestoga, Tim Miller, Manning on offense here and get the ball back to Paoletti. Eric, what can you expect going into the second half? Well, you know, this is the first time Marble Newtown's trailed by this much all season. You know, just like Steve said, I think you got to do some short swing plays to Abel Hoff, get the offense going, quick pickups, five, six yards. And then, like you guys alluded to earlier, find a guy that's going to be their guy. Jack Fallows, Marlon Weathers, one of them guys, even Abel from the backfield. Something that can just bust out a big play and uh, get this uh, Marple Newtown um, ball club energized. You know, you got a great crowd over here that's behind them. So uh, we'll see what happens with the defense on the field first. Thank you, Eric. As Marple Newtown continues to warm up, as there's two minutes before the second half kicks off, Marple Newtown will be on defense to begin the half. It should be interesting second half. As Coach Kicking, I'm sure, like you said, Steve, Made second-half adjustments. There's not many better coaches out there in their preparation and second-half adjustments as Coach Kicking is and his staff. I expect them to come out here, maybe try a little something different than um, what they did in the first half. He's, you know, he's not stubborn. He's not going to keep doing something that's not working in the first half just because he thought it was going to work coming into the game. He's going to make adjustments. He's going to come out here and try to do something else because when something's not working, you know, that's where you find if you're a good coach or not, if you have a good football team or not. It's very interesting to see... Number one, what adjustments they make. And number two, how Marple Newtown responds down 10 points. Now, saying this, it just brings up the idea of an onside kick. Would you begin the second half with an onside kick, trying to get the ball back? Or just it would be too far for your defense to try and be, like, spotted on the 50-yard line? The way your defense has been playing all year, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind the call. I would like the call. It's a gutsy call. You're here to win this game. Mm-hmm. You're not here to play around. Uh, but, again... With the Legoland breaches, if you can boot this in the end zone, right. your defense can take over at the twenty-yard line, and you know force a three and out. You know that's just as good, and I expect him to kick it deep here. Lane Breaches gets handed the ball. He's going to get set to kick this one away. Twelve minutes on the clock for the second half. Back to return this one for Conestoga. Is number 25, Wes Alexander. Lambricio's boots it. It's going to be a squibber. It's going to take a bounce. It's going to be picked up at the 10-yard line. Full head of steam, but he's going to be tripped up. It's going to be on the 30-yard line. Well, that's positive for Marlboro Newtown. Looks like DeCrecchio and others are in on the tackle there for Marlboro Newtown. And this is going to be the worst starting field position for Conestoga as they take over on their own 29-yard line. That was one of my keys to the game, Steve. And Conestoga scored almost all their points because of the field position. They were able to get the ball in Marple Newtown, Torrey. They come out here. Ball spot on the 29-yard line. Eye formation for Miller. It's going to go back to his heavy back and Manning. He's going to plow his way for a two-yard gain. Conestoga goes back, starts off the second half with what they know best. Out of that I formation, running the ball, giving it to their big back, Manning. And uh, 
Good job by the Marple defense on first down. Dino DiCamillo coming in for the stop, setting up second down and eight early in the third quarter. Miller goes back under center. Two wide receivers set. I formation. Miller gets the hand. It's going to go to Manning. He's going to be stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Great penetration by the Tigers defensive front. And there you go. There's that defensive line you know. You've seen all season long. So great back-to-back plays by that front seven of Marple Newtown. Absolutely. Pushes Conestoga in third down and long. Third down and seven. Ball is spotted on the 32-yard line. So Marple Newtown can make a stop. That will force uh, Conestoga a punt. Miller's going to come out under center. Trips to the near side. Manning the lone back. Miller's going to look to his right. He's going to throw it in that direction. And it is going to be incomplete. Good job by the Tigers forcing the punt. Great job there by Marple Newtown. So we said, you know, we talked about should you onside it. That kind of says desperation if you're me. Uh, you let Lambritos kick it off. They get it to the 29, and the defense does a good job. Only allowing three yards on this three and out. And they're going to get the ball back here. Uh, depending on, you know, a, a good clean uh, reception by Abel Hoff. Smith's punt is nearly blocked. Back to return it is Abel Hoff. It's going to take a Conestoga bounce, and it's going to take, it's going to get all the way down to the 20-yard line. So what a punt. Nearly blocked. That would have gave Marvel Newtown momentum. Yep, nearly blocked, and Hoff looked like initially he was going to get it. Then he backed off. It wasn't sure about it. And, you know, even though that takes a huge kind of struggle roll, gets you inside your 20-yard line about the 17, uh, you know, you do get the ball back to the offense. Eric, you saw that bounce. It just continued to roll all the way down. Yeah, and it kind of put Abel Hoff in a tough situation. Do I touch it, take a risk? And he almost did, but luckily, you know, he just let it roll. But, you know, not great field position to start. Pistol formation for Paoletti. Handoff goes to Abel Hoff. He makes two men miss, and he's going to pick up 10 for a Tiger first down. Love the play call there by Coach Kicking. Give it to Hoff. Hoff trying to get those yards back that he just let roll by him here on that first down. Good job by Abel Hoff in the offensive line. Pistol formation. Two tight end set. It's going to go to Abel Hoff off the right side. He's going to use that juke move, and he's going to pick up five. So two carries for Abel Hoff to begin this drive. There he goes. He leans over, drops that shoulder, and picks up another two to three yards on that carry. So great job. Run behind your 300-pounder junior, Luke Lazowicki, as well as Noah Turner and McKay. Marble Newtown goes big once again. Same play goes to Abel Hoff off the right side. He's going to pick up a few yards. It's going to bring up third and short. So, he got third and short. Big play here. I expect to see the same play here. Marble Newtown continues to get positive yards. We've seen twice in this game already that, it, that Anthony Paoletti has decided to use that quarterback sneak. He didn't get it on the first time. He got it the second time. See if they do it once again. Paoletti's under center. Third down and one. They're going to put Mathis in motion. It's that QB sneak once again. From the back judge, it seems that the Tigers did not get the first down. 
so it's going to be a... They're going to mark him a first down. That's an interesting call, Steve, because it seemed like Pele didn't get a straight push. Yeah, maybe he just needed a couple inches there and push forward and got the forward progress. So, nonetheless, Marlboro Newtown gets a fresh set of downs, first and ten. Ball is spotted on the 40-yard line. Pistol formation, Hoff the lone back. They're going to put Kostak in motion. It's going to be a sweep off to the right side. Abel stays on his feet. He's at the 50. He's going to be taken down at the 43. This entire drive has been on the back of Abel Hoff. We saw it last week. Walbury Town couldn't get anything going in the first half against Springfield. Now, mind you, there was some bad field conditions. They went to Abel Hoff in that third quarter. He drove them down the field in six minutes behind Pale some key third down and fourth down conversions. But Abel Hoff was the man in that game. And Coach King goes back to him tonight. Two tight end set once again. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side. He's out running away. He's still on his feet. He's going to be taken down at the 30-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of 20. Abel Hoff is running wild. As they say, big players come to play in big games. And right now you give it to your best player, Abel Hoff, old Delco receiver, but right now playing some running back. And he's doing a heck of a job reading those blocks, getting acceleration. This offensive line got to keep driving downhill. Two tight ends out once again. It's going to be another handoff to Abel Hoff. He's going to make a juke move, and he's going to dime at the offensive line. He's going to pick up two. They expect that play play action down the field eventually. Yeah, this, that's where this sets up. Play action for Paoletti and find some receivers down the field. But Hoff, even though nothing was doing there, he just... You know, didn't bounce outside, went behind the block, and picked up two yards. You'll take two yards on first down. Absolutely. Second down and a ball spot on the 27th with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. He's going to go fake it. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff up the gut, making a spin move. He jukes back. He runs into the referee, and he's going to be close to the first down. They're going to give him the first down. Marple Newtown's in business. Well, last year, Adrian Simon's got a pick from the referee for a 90-some-yard touchdown. This time, Abel Hoff runs into him. Might have taken away a touchdown, but uh, nonetheless, good pickup on first down by Abel Hoff. Marple Newtown feeds the beast first down on the 17-yard line. It's going to be a handoff off to Abel off the left side. He finds a crease. He's going to take a defender with him. He's going to go down to the four-yard line. Great push up front by the Tigers. And this is just conditioning that Abel Hoff has put his body in, eating great, working hard during the offseason. I mean, he's getting the ball play after play after play. I mean, he's huffing and puffing, but he knows. Six and O's on seven and O's on the line. Essentially, titles on the line to stay perfect tonight, and he's grinding out there behind this offensive line. I don't think anyone else has any yards. It's going to go right back to Abel off off the right side. He's going to be smacked at the one. It's going to be second down and goal from the one yard line. I know you want to feed your Abel Hov, and he deserves it. But don't be surprised to see a QB sneak here from Paoletti. But hey, why go away from what's working? Why not give it back? To Paoletti here. Or to Hoff, excuse me. Well, Paoletti works too. Marple just wants to find the end zone. On the one-yard line, Paoletti under center. He's going to take that quarterback sneak. He's going to drive his legs. Tigers get on the board to go back in this one. Great drive. What a way to respond. This team was down 10 points going into half. Defense comes out, gets a three and out. They get the ball back. A little miscue by Abel Hoff on that punt letting it roll. But, hey, 
He says, I got to put this team on my back. He goes all the way downfield to the one-yard line. Great job by Marple Newtown. Lambricio's in to kick the extra point. Now the Carmen Christiana hold. Big extra point here for Lambricio's. Snap is clean. Kick is blocked. And that's that's not his fault. Someone got inside and blocked it. That's huge. Now it's a four-point game. Number 32, that's Carter, came in with the block. Marple Newtown is in striking distance, 13-9 here at 5.51 to go. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Wayne Brigios' kick goes into the end zone. It's going to be a touchback. That's his 14th touchback on the season. Paoletti's quarterback sneak puts it in striking distance, 13-9, with 5.51 remaining in the third quarter. Great job there by Paoletti to boot that into the end zone. Or by Lambricios, excuse me, put that into the end zone and give Conestoga the ball at the 20. So this defense comes out hungry, only down four. They know they got to get this ball back to Paoletti. Marble Newtown coming fired up to begin this second half. Miller under center, eye formation. Gene on the near side. They're going to put a man in motion. It's going to be a pitch off the far side of the Manning. You find the crease, but not much. It's going to pick up four. Great job there by that edge defense of Marple Newtown. A slew of Tiger defenders come in there and bottle up Corey Manning, but you know, that's a nice pickup. About three, four yards on first down if you're Conestoga. Absolutely, you're going to take that. They've done that the entire game with counters, pitches to the outside. They have held Miller through the air, but you've got to stop the big fell running the ball. I formation for Miller once again. He's going to put Ross in motion. It's going to be a handoff. It's going to be a counter to the far side. And he's going to be stacked up for only a yard. Great job by the Tigers defense. It's going to be third down and five. Big play here. They like being in that eye formation, putting a guy in motion, and then run that misdirection to Corey Mann. They've done it a bunch of times tonight. This time, Marlboro Newtown has settled in again. Talk about Coach Chris Gicking, the head coach, making offensive adjustments. Coach Hargickens just as good at it, best in the business of making those adjustments on defense. Huge play. Miller goes eye formation, two wide receiver set. He's going to put Ross in motion. It's going to be a swing pass to number 35. He's going to be on his feet. He's going to be tricked, tripped up, and that's going to be the first down. None other than the big playmaker on the outside in Gene. Yep, and that's a great call there by Vogan. Uh, you know, throwing that screen, that hammer screen to number 35, Gene, as he picks up the first down. What is the atmosphere like down on the sidelines, Eric? Because Marple Newtown's back in this one. 
Well, it's, it's pretty upbeat on the sidelines. The coaches are talking to players on the offensive side, trying to get them pumped up for their next possession. But first and foremost, they got to get a stop here on defense. I formation. They're going to put Gene in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Manning up the gut, and he's going to be stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Good job by the big fellas up front. And Gino DiCamillo comes in and wraps up Manning, as well as Moss and number 52, McKay. So good job by those linebackers are coming to make a play. Corey Manning has had a very nice game. The Marple Newtown seems to be trying to get on his set. They're trying to stuff the big fella. Second down and nine with 3.30 remaining in the third quarter. Marble Newtown trails by four. I formation. Daquan Perry is the fullback, but Marple Newtown trips Manning up. It's only going to be a yard, third down and eight. Great job there by that front seven again. Coach kicking, dialing up a blitz there and... Moss and DiCamillo coming to make the play. So great job. Big third down here. You get them. You stop them here. They're going to punt it back to this offense who just come came off a huge, huge touchdown drive. Third down and eight. Expect, expect that hammer screen as they go three wide receiver set. I formation. Manning's the running back. Marple Newtown. Gino DiCamillo blitzes right up the gut. They have pressure. Noah Turner's in the area. Incomplete pass. Abel Hoff on the coverage. Intended for Gene. Marple Newtown forces a punt. The Jim Johnson blitz right there. What great timing to call that one if you're Coach Harry Kicking. Send the middle linebacker, number 55. Captain Gino DiCamillo up the middle. Forces Miller to make an errant throw. But good coverage in there by Kostak and uh, Tehran Johnson from Marple Newtown. Fourth and eight forces Conestoga to punt. Back to return this one is Carmen Christiana and Abel Hoff. Smith's punt is clean, and it's going to be in the air. It's going to go to Carmen Christiana. It's going to take a bounce, and they're going to light a roll as they're going to continue to get a Conestoga spin on the ball. And it's going to be on the 26-yard line. But Marple Newtown gets the ball only down by four. Touchdown puts him in front. That's right, baby. And it, this, this defense has come up huge again. Their backs are against the wall, as we talked about, down 13-3 to three and a half. Hasn't, haven't faced this deficit all season long. Defense has come ready to play these first two possessions. And Paoletti and this offense trying to get on the board for the second time in this half. Ball is spotted on the 27-yard line. Paoletti takes over with 2.18 in the third quarter. Two tight end set. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff once again. Going off the near side. He's going to be flipped at the 30. He's going to pick up three. Yep, why go away from what's working if you're Marple Newtown? Give it to Hoff out of pistol formation. Go behind your offensive line in that on, towards the strength on the tight end side and you know, you don't have to give Abelhoff too much room, you know, mm-hmm. running room. I mean, he's so elusive, so quick, he can find running room. But they're going to keep going back to him, it looks like. Pistol formation, two tight end set. They're going to put Mathis in motion. It's going to go the Abelhoff off the right side. Make the juke move. He's going to be tripped up at the 39-yard line, picking up the first down. Abelhoff, primary wide receiver. Today, he's a running back. And that's right, and <laughs> nothing... Ask any offensive lineman that ever played, whether it was Pee Wee or you know, as a Hall of Famer in the NFL. They love when you call a running play. They want to keep dominating, pushing 
these defenders downfield. And that's what Marple Newtown's doing right now. Remind that to tell that to Chip Kelly on Monday night, please. It's going to be a handoff to Abelhoff this time. He's going to wiggle his way for a two-yard gain as Paoletti had the handoff. Almost slipped out of his hands, but nonetheless picks up two. There's only a minute remaining in this third quarter. Fastest third quarter that I've broadcasted here in the, this four years is Marbury Town just continue to pound this clock, and rightfully so. It's working, and just like that, and we talked about Abelhoff being elusive. He stopped dead in the backfield, and just making one quick cut, he just picks up two yards, and you'll take two, three yards every time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be pistol formation. They're going to put Rufo in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows off the right side. He fumbles the ball. Conestoga jumps on top at the 47. Conestoga will take over. They want to give Abel Hoff a break, and, you know, you trust a guy like Jack Fallows, and, you know, he calls up. He's a sophomore. It's going to happen. He's got to shake it off. Coach Kicking, you know, isn't going to be afraid to, you know, give it back to him in this game, but something he's got to shake off if you're a young guy in Jack Fallows. And, hey, this defense, you know, there's a reason they're only giving up five and a half points a game. So they're going to have to come up big here. Conestoga takes over, 40 seconds remaining. Miller is under center. He's going to put Gene in motion. It's going to be a counter play to Manning off the left side. He's going to be tripped up in the backfield. Moss making himself known tonight. Yeah, Moss has been all over the field tonight. Great job by him. Lazowicki gets great penetration in the backfield. So is Manning. And then Cooper Moss finishes him off. And this game's going to come down to the fourth quarter, just like we thought. Eric. What have you seen, especially on that fumble? It looks like the helmet got on the ball. Yeah, helmet got right on the ball, punched it right out as soon as he uh, tried breaking into the hole there. Unfortunate situation for the sophomore, but a great thing I saw on the sidelines, number 23, Chris Rufo, went over to him right away, along with uh, Anthony Paoletti, quarterback, and just said, keep your head up, we got a whole quarter to play, and uh, let's, let's bring us home here. Marple Newtown trails 13 to 9 at the end of the third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tiger Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. That's what the Tigers need. They need the eye of the Tiger entering the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown trails 13-9. Conestoga on the 49. Second down and 12. Miller, eye formation. He's going to put Ross in motion, coming to the near side. Marple Newtown bringing the house. They're going to blitz. It's going to be a play-action pass. Miller's looking down the field. He sees nobody. He's just going to throw it away. Great coverage here once again by Marple Newtown. They have given nothing up downfield. I don't think they've completed more than a five-yard pass tonight. Uh, besides that hammer screen, that went for a first down. But 
nothing downfield. This secondary has done an excellent job, and Miller being smart, Tim Miller just throwing it out of bounds, bring up third down, a huge play in this ballgame. Third down and 12. They're going to throw in Ryan Snyder in on the field, exit Cooper Moss. It looks like you're trying to put an extra guy in the secondary. Yep. Snyder's a little better in the covering in the secondary. This is a passing situation. But don't be surprised to see a screen. Three wide receivers set. They're going to put Alexander in motion. It's going to be a pass. He's going to look down the field. He's got a man incomplete just out of the hands of the far wide receiver. He had him just a little too too much, and that's going to bring up fourth down and long. Pass was intended for the tight end, Will Gratisak, and it's going to force a punt. Great job by the Tigers' defensive response coming off the fumble. Smith in the punt this one. Abel Hoff and Carmen Christiana back to return this one. Nearly blocked once again. That was Snyder. Carmen Christiana is going to call a fair catch. He's going to dive on it. Marple Newtown is going to start on the 17-yard line. So Marple Newtown takes over. Hey, I give it back to Abel Hoff. Um, 11.39 to go. You're down by four points. You have the whole field to go. Let's see what you're made of. Let's see what this 6-0 record is all about if you're Marple Newtown. And behind this veteran offensive line, I think they can handle it. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of holding on to the ball. And unfortunately, you know, it's going to happen. Last possession, you know, they coughed it up. But, hey, you got to move on. Let's go. Two tight end set. Paoletti in pistol formation, put Mathis in motion. It's going to be a lost snap. Paoletti's going to jump on it. It's going to be a loss of about six. That's the second time this game has just completely disrupted the offense, Steve. Being a center, is like that miscommunication with the quarterback? I'm not sure what's going on there. We've seen it a couple times tonight, but, the, you know, they, they got to they gotta fix it. I mean, too much is on the line right now for this to be happening. Marble Newtown substitutes are going to bring in wide receivers. Marcus Weathers comes in for Noah Turner. Four wide receivers set. Abelhoff, the lone running back, in the pistol. Clean snap. This time it's going to be Paoletti on the curl route. It's going to be tossed to the outside, and it's going to be caught by Kostak, the senior. He's going to bring back off the, the fumble yard, so it's going to bring out... Third down and ten. And, you know, I know there's ten fifty to go here, but he gets out of bounds, and that's huge. The clock stops, and say you don't get pick up a first down here, you're gonna have to punt it away, play defense, uh, as the clock continues to run. Third down and ten as Mathis checks himself out, trips to the near side. It's gonna be Abelhoff one on one with Kravitz. Paoletti's looking that direction. He's going to plant his feet. He's going to roll back to the right side, and he is just going to run out of bounds. I think there was linemen downfield, so that's why I don't think he wanted to toss it. Yeah, there were. That's a good point. And he's in the key downfield, and he's hobbling. So, you said here, 10-22. He's out of bounds. Going to have to punt this away and play defense. Got to keep this a one-point game here in the fourth quarter. Filming in the kick for the Tigers. Back to return for the Pioneers is Gene and Alexander. 
Tobin on the snap here. Clean snap. Good kick by Philman. As Ross is going to have to go into each other. It's going to be caught from the 37. Is Gene. He's going to slip. Moss is going to come out with the tackle and force the Conestoga wide receiver backwards. Great, great punt. Great snap. Great coverage all around for the special teams unit. you got to pride yourself in the special teams. Some, some of these guys only get in special teams. And the guys in there did a great job on that coverage to swallow up Gene there after he had a huge return in the first half. Ball will be spotted on the 35-yard line. So Marble Newtown's defense is going to be tested once again. Yep, got it. Got to get the ball back to Paylet if you want to win this game or for, force a turnover here. I formation, Miller under center, one wide receiver. It's going to be a handoff to Manning off the left side. Two, the Tigers are not fooled. He's going to lose one. Big Schneider came in. Defensive back position makes a tackle there, but Mike Miller got great penetration there to blow up the play. It seems that the offensive line of Marple Newton and the defensive line seems to be like well-resting conditioned because it seems like they're getting great push the entire second half. Yeah, I mean, they're ready to go. They know they know what's on the line here, and, of course, they're well-conditioned. Coach Keegan does a good job throughout the week getting these guys prepared. Eye formation for Miller once again. This time it's going to be counter off the left side of the Manning. He's going to find this crease. He's going to pick up about six or seven. It's a good carry, but not a first down. Yeah, so Tigers let up some yardage there. He gets back the loss of yardage and picks up more, but big third down here. Third? Could be expecting a pass. Third down and five. We've seen that screen or hammer screen, like you were saying, as the crowd comes alive. Eric, what's the atmosphere like? This is a big third down. Uh, they're loud. The, the, um, the sidelines are pretty loud right now, trying to get a big stop for the defense here on uh, third and five. Here we go. Third down and five. I formation for Miller. Cougars look like, excuse me, Tigers look like they're applying pressure. They're going to put Ross in motion. It's going to be a play-action pass. Marple Newtown applying pressure. Ball is tossed down the field. It is in and out of the hands of Gene on the near sideline. It's going to force a punt, but that was luckily because he went all the way up and climbed the ladder. That would have been a remarkable catch and a huge gut-punching first down by Conestoga to Marble. But fortunately, it was a little high. Gene could have brought it in, but, you know, falls incomplete. Marple's going to get it back here, depending or pending, depending on a uh, you know clean reception here by Carmen Christiana. Tenenbaum, the ball is snapped too high, nearly blocked. It's going to take a Tiger bounce out of bounds as the ref continues to work his way up the sideline. They're going to spot it on the 43. Marple Newtown's good field position to begin the drive. I think you got to go back to what you did in that first drive in the second half. Pound it to number seven, Abel Hoff. Mm-hmm. Go behind this offensive line. You got 8.30 to go. Take some time off this clock. Put the points on the board. Give yourself a lead and let this defense finish it out. Marcus Weathers has not really been mentioned in today's game. I expect if they continue to run the ball like you said, they're running out of the two tight end formation to launch it down the field at least once to make the defense honest. Paoletti comes out, two tight end set. Abel Hoff, the lone running back, goes right back to the playmaker. They blitz the house and hit him three yards in the backfield. Yeah, they're waiting for it. They know it's coming. And, you know, 
When, when you know it's coming, you got to, as an offensive lineman, you, you got to adjust. you, you got to get a better push than them, even though they know Abel Haas getting the ball. And we'll see what Coach Gicking does here after that uh, loss of yards on first down. Marble Newtown trails 13-9 with eight minutes remaining in this one. Two tight ends set for Paoletti. They're going to put Rufo in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the right side. Makes a juke move. Puts his head down, and he's going to be spotted on the 47. Pick up a six. So there you go. He cuts back there. Put a guy in motion. Hands it off to Hoff. He goes to the right side and picks up about seven yards there after the second and 12. Make it third down and about five. Wide receiver package comes in. Marlon Weathers checks in. Noah Turner checks out. Marple Newtown's going to attempt to spread the field. Big play here of only seven minutes remaining now. Trips to the near side. Marlon Weathers, the lone running back. Paoletti's going to roll to his left. He's going to throw in the direction of Abel Hoff, who comes down with it. Slides at the 39 Clutch play by the old Dalco product. Big time throw, big time reception. Pele to Hoff, first down Tigers. Big play, puts Marble Newtown in Conestoga territory. Ball spotted on the 41, so that's going to be a pickup of, let's do the math, about 13, Steve. Yep, and that is just what the Tigers need on third and five. Interesting if they didn't get that, what Coach Kicken would have done on fourth, but hey. They got it, so who cares? Two tight ends set for Paoletti. Once again, he's going to put Rufo in motion. It's going to be a lost ball, and Abel Hoff's able to jump on top of it. That's about the third, fourth time that Paoletti is unable to handle the ball. You've got to shake it off. You've got to keep going. This game's too important. You've got to you know, go on to the next play. Uh, something's going on down there that needs to be corrected, but you can't throw on it. You've got, you, you got to keep your head in the game. got to keep... Um, you know, keep going here, keep churning. Paoletti hobbles back to the huddle as they come out. Two tight ends set once again. Pistol formation. Pioneers look like they're applying pressure. Going to put Mathis in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Abelhoff off the left side. He's going to roll his way down to the 39. Abelhoff is playing like a man possessed. Those cutbacks are lethal, and we can't say anymore about how elusive he is in that backfield, just finding areas as his offensive line just creates a little hole for him, and he takes it. So third and nine here, fourth down territory, obviously, if you're in Marple Newtown. Absolutely. Third down and eight from the 39-yard line here in the fourth quarter. Three wide receivers set Abel Hoff, the low wide receiver on the near side. Mark Marlon Weathers is the running back. Pele's going to look to his right. He's going to throw in that direction for Marcus Weathers. And it is incomplete along the sidelines, unable to reel that one in. That's going to bring up fourth down. So, good throw. Looks like it could have almost been intercepted, but it was great coverage. I mean, he only put the ball where Weathers could get it towards the sideline. Just falls incomplete here. And fourth down, you got to go to your playmaker, Abel Hoff, I think, and it all depends on where he lines up here. Obviously, obvious passing situation if you're Marple Newtown. Absolutely. Eric, what do you see on the sidelines personnel-wise before this, before this big play? Well, it looks like you got uh, Marlon Weathers in the backfield right now. Abel Hoff split out wide along with uh, Rufo and Weathers, uh, Marcus Weathers. Thank you, Eric. 
As Conestoga wants to talk this one over, we're going to take a timeout here in the fourth quarter. Conestoga is up by four. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Fourth quarter, Tigers trail 13-9 with five minutes to go. Fourth down and eight, ball is on the 39. Steve, your offensive coordinator, what do you call? Uh, I think you put the ball in the hands of Anthony Paoletti. And ask him to do something with it. You gotta, you know, run around here with Abel Hoff, your playmaker, to get him in open space. Four wide receivers, trip to the far side, Hoff on the near side. Paoletti's gonna look to his right, he's gonna launch it that way. Marcus Weathers was the intended wide receiver, he was tackled along the sidelines. They're begging for a call, they're not gonna get it. The defense is gonna come out, I mean, you still have three timeouts, there's five away to go. Not sure if there was contact or not, but they go back to that same play to Marcus Weathers. And this defense needs a stop more than ever all season long. It's Mark- kind of stoke. I don't expect them to do anything but run this ball. Marple Newtown have two, I believe they have three timeouts, correct? Yeah, Steve? they have three remaining because kind of stoke just burned their one. They have two remaining. So Marbrita can stop the clock. I don't think they'll start using the timeouts just yet, um, just in case Conestoga picks up a first down on maybe second or third down. But if you're in a third down situation, you stop them on the ground, you got to burn that first timeout and get the ball back. Ball spot on the 39-yard line as Miller goes under center. Heavy package, no wide receivers. It's going to be a handoff to Manning. It's going to be a flag on the play as Manning is off to the races. He's down the sidelines, and he is going to be in for a pioneer touchdown, but there's a flag down back on the 40. Coach Kicking is excited because he's like waving back, waving back, as Manning's celebrating in the end zone. Eric, is that going to be a hold on the Pioneers? Looks like the either that or clipping, clipping on the offense. I, I couldn't. Couldn't exactly see that, but it looked like maybe a referee signal clip. Thank you, Eric. As they're going to walk all the way back, you have to think Manning's exhausted if he just ran to the end zone. Oh, without a doubt. And that that, that ball was that flag was thrown well before he got into that into his cut. I mean, he was still in the backfield when that flag was thrown. So it's a matter of one of the offensive line tackling or just grabbing on. As that play went to the outside, so maybe one of the defensive ends got grabbed. That is a big call. Oh, a chop block. That's why we saw it so early. Can you explain for the folks what a chop block exactly is? Well, it's got to it's got to be right off the line of scrimmage if you're going to do it. If you're an offensive lineman, also you can't have a guy already engaged and then come in and chop him. So you can't high low him. Um, but I think it's a matter of the chop block occurring 
not right off the line of scrimmage where it is allowed usually. 15-yard penalty is going to put Conestoga first down in 25. Ross is the lone wide receiver. I formation. It's going to be a handoff to Manning. He has a crease. He's going to be tackled by Gino DiCamillo after a pickup of five. The coaching's going to hold on this timeout. I like this. Don't call it yet. It's second down and long. I mean, got to stop him here. I think if you stop him here on second down, you burn that first time out. Right. So after that, you think Conestoga will probably go to the air, try and pick up that first down most likely? I think they're going to say, hey, Mark Newton, we'll kick it back. You got to, you know, they're going to let him beat us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's tough if, you're, if you want to throw it in the air. I mean, because you're going to stop the clock, and that's something you don't want to do. Right. Ford. Four minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Miller under center. It's going to be a handoff to Manning off the left side. He's going to be flipped by Kostak. It's going to be a pickup of one. Marple Newtown's not going to burn it. They're going to let the clock and keep their last time, uh, three timeouts. Yeah, and he's going to let this one let this one roll and preserve the timeout. So, hey, we've seen them in their two-minute drill. They practice two-minute drill. Every single day at the end of practice. So they are prepared for something here. And I, I expect third down and 16. What do you think they're going to do? I'll be surprised if they put this in the air. And with that said, they come out no wide receivers, Steve. So they're under center. They're going to get a delay of game. It's going to be a delay of game against Conestoga. So it does stop the clock, Steve? So it's going to push him back even farther. It's going to be third down and, now, and 21. How's the field position? You ain't going to throw the ball here. Um, at least if, if they do, it's going to be a swing pass hammer screen, something like that, something safe. But otherwise, you hand this ball off, make Marple Newtown burn a timeout. So Marple Newtown almost picks up a free timeout. Conestoga, goal line formation. No wide receivers. It's going to go to Manning off the far side. He is going to be whacked in the backfield. It's going to be a huge play by the big fella. Laza Wiki comes in in the backfield and blows up the play. There's going to be three minutes. They're going to let this go. Marple Newtown's got three timeouts. Tannenbaum ready to kick this one away. Carmen Christiana about to return it. Marple Newtown going for the block. It's a shanked punt. It's going to roll around the sidelines. Marple Newtown's going to have the ball spotted on the 42-yard line with 2.43 on the go with three timeouts. Now, Here's the game. Don't don't question Coach Dickey. We were, we were wondering why he's not calling a timeout, but... Hey, you have 243. That's plenty of time. You're inside your own, the, the opposing team's 45-yard line. Three timeouts. They got eternity to punch this ball into the end zone. Let's see what they're made of. Eric, they have to be fired up down there making noise. Oh, absolutely, especially after that shank punt. That gives them great field position inside Conestoga's 40 right now. Paletti under center. It's going to be a handoff to Abelhoff off the left side. He's going to run into his own lineman who's going to push him forward. He's going to pick up four. And you don't have to rush you if you're Paoletti. I mean, you can keep it on the ground here. You do have three timeouts. 
So Marple Newtown's going to go back into the huddle. They have 2.25, so remember, there's plenty of time on the clock. They can still throw it down the field. Yes, they can, and you know, you're, you're getting close to two minutes here. Down by four points, 13-19. Trip formation. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hawk. He's going to run to the far side. He's going to spin off a defender who's in the backfield. He's going to pick up four. It's going to bring up third and about three. Yep, and again, you don't have to rush it here. I know you you got fans screaming, what are you doing? Hurry up, hurry up. But, you know, this team has been in this situation before. They have to hustle to the line, though. Paletti comes out, pistol formation, three wide receiver set. It's going to go to Abel once again. He's going to go off the left side, and he is going to be stacked up. Marple Newtown's going to burn a timeout. There's a minute 30 to go in this one. So this is ball game right here if you're Marple. Fourth and ball game. We're going to step aside here as Coach Kicking talks it over. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. With Home and Business Adjustment Company, never hear the words, not covered. We can't pay for that. Get good money for good loss of fire, water, and wind damage at Home and Business Adjustment Company. Call 610-356-1344. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying... I did it my way. A minute 30, fourth down and five on the 38. Here's your ball game. Paoletti trips to the far side. Pistol formation. He's going to put Abelhoff in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to Abelhoff. He's going to be hit in the backfield. And that's going to be a turnover on downs. So, unfortunately, Marble cannot convert on fourth down. 122 to go here. I believe they have, unless Marple Newtown only has one timeout remaining. I thought they had two. I thought Conestoga burnt that one. Yeah, it is. Conestoga burnt the one earlier. Marple Newtown's two timeouts remaining. I mean, they can still stop the clock, but it's going to be a close one. Here they go. I formation. They're just going to take a knee, Steve. Can they drain the clock out? Not timeout, Marple Newtown. I think they have one left. They have one more remaining. So this is interesting. Eric, what is it like on the side? Is Coach Chicken trying to talk to him, saying he has one more timeout after this? Yeah, I believe that's what he just uh, said to the referee over here, just to confirm that. Um, still, I, I mean, I would assume they should have had two left because they wouldn't have taken one there if they only had one because they would have been able to run the clock out. Um, Conestoga, so I believe there's two. 
Thank you, Eric, because that's what they're talking about. That's, that's an interesting call because you probably don't take a knee in that situation, do you, Steve? If they don't, if you know they have at least two, two remaining. Yeah, it's an interesting call. I mean, on the scoreboard, I only had one, so maybe Coach Vogan thought there was only one remaining. Probably isn't Marple Newtown's favorite, at least. <laughs> Ball is spot on the 37. They lost two yards on the knee. Marple Newtown can get the ball back, I believe. It's going to be limited time. They're going to throw it to the end zone. But I formation. Everyone stack in the box. Miller's going to get the snap. It's going to go to the big fella in Manning. Off the left side, Marple Newtown burns a timeout. There's a minute 16 to go. This is the big third down. Yeah. Conestoga, no way they're putting this ball in the air. I'd be surprised if they attempt to put this ball in the air. Incomplete, you stop the clock. You're, they're going to run this ball. So if, if Marple Newtown stops them, Steve, how much time winds down exactly? There's a minute 16 in the fourth quarter. Well, it's, it's probably, they're probably going to get the ball back with about, say, around 40-some seconds left once the ball's punted away. Marple Newtown's defense still gathering in the troops. Eric, what do you think they're talking about down there? What have you got a vibe? Well, just get a stop here. Uh, you know, try to limit their yards on this play and, you know, hope for about 25, 30 seconds left on the clock. See if they can uh, say a prayer, throw a Hail Mary. What do you say? Anything's possible, Steve. It is Friday night. Yeah, but first, first you got you got to make a stop here. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And your coach, Harry Gicking, you're stacking the box here. You're expecting run, 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 run. Absolutely. You've seen a lot of, of those counters and pitches to the outside. Miller, big formation, no wide receivers. It's going to be a handoff to Manning off the left side. He is free. He's going to be close to a first down. They're not going to give it to him. It's going to be fourth down, and Steve, I say go for it. Wow, that's a big chunk of yards. It's going to stop the clock. They're going to measure this, but if I'm Coach Hogan, they go for the throw and try and win it. So it's going to be a yard short. With 58 seconds remaining, they're going to put more time on the clock. That's not what they're talking about with Coach Gicking along the sidelines, correct, Eric? Yeah, I believe so, but then the uh, clock's going to start running again as soon as they take the uh, chains off the field. <clears throat> Thank you, Eric. It is short as they come all the way out and measure it. This is going to be down to the wire. Do you, give, do you go for it? And almost if, because you put the ball in the 47 in striking distance. On the other hand, you put them away, you back up Marple Newtown without any timeouts. This is... Glad I'm not a head coach. If I'm a head coach, I'm going for it. To win the ball game. Let's not give it back to Marple Newtown. But, see who comes up big. Again, this is a Marple Newtown defense that is tough. And if you stop me, give them half a field. So, I mean, it's just... It's an interesting call. I mean, the smart thing to do is punt us away, make Marple Newtown work. But, hey, if Marlboro Newtown can make a stop here, they're going to be – they have plenty of time. I mean, you know, they'll, they'll get it back. 
And so they're going to go for it. Here they go. They're getting the call from their quarterback. He's going to go for the win right here. Ball spot on the 47-yard line. Fourth down in inches. I think they're going to talk about it because they're going to let the clock wind down. They'll probably burn a timeout. Yeah. They might take a delay game here. They're going to let the clock wind, and you would think. Or they're going to they're going to burn a timeout. They do burn us another timeout. They're going to have two yeah. remaining. There you go with the kicking team. They're going to try and drain as much time as possible. I say you put Abel Hawk back there and try and make things happen with the punt return. They're going to they're going to put Carmen Christiana back there. I think they're they're protecting the fake. They have everyone along the line of scrimmage in case their punter. Well, decides to if go. I'm Marple, I'm going for a block. If they fake it, they fake it and they get it. I'm going for a block here. They came close three times in this game. Marple Newtown's going to try and go for it. As they're going to talk it over. Eric, is that what they're trying to talk about, going for the block? Yeah, I mean, it's desperation time here. I think you either have to go for the block or, you know, hope they've punted and maybe Abel goes back there instead of uh, Christiana. And, you know, a miracle maybe, but... You know, just at least get the ball back, give them a chance here to try to do something, whether it's uh, very slim or not, but at least give them a chance so we can see what happens here. What, what you can't do here is go offside. So Marbury has got to be disciplined. I know they want to get a jump on it, but got to let that ball. Pound bombs ready to punt this one away. Marble Newtown's bringing the house. They're going for the block. It's a high snap. Nearly blocked. Carmen Christian is calling for the fair catch. It's going to be on the 30. Marple Newtown's going to have 35 seconds to go the distance. Evil Hoff was about an inch away from blocking that one. blocks. That ball rolls. Marple Newtown picks up and scores, or, or they're down at, inside the 20-yard line. But, I mean, good effort there by Marple. And that's why Abel Hoff wasn't back there. They wanted to speed off the edge and go block it. 35 seconds. Marple Newtown trails by four. Look for them to work the sideline here, work the sideline until they get, you know, inside some range where they can start launching them in the end zone. There we go, four wide receiver set. Anthony Paoletti in the pistol. It's going to be a toss to the outside to Abel Hoff. He's going to come out. He's going to run out of bounds. It's going to be a pickup of six. So it only goes off the clock for a second or two. So it's a good pitching catch to try and work down the field. Yep, so just work, this, work it out of bounds, and Conestoga will you know, try to guard out of bounds here. But, again, Marple you can throw it in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Clock will stop. You just got to get on the ball and spike it if you get a first down. Especially with the teams that believe to stop it. Here we go, four wide receiver set. Penaletti's going to immediately toss the same exact play to Abel Hawk, who scampers out of bounds, but not before another pickup of six. Only takes off three seconds, so good job by the Tiger offense picking him a quick first down. Now you can only do this so many times because about three to five seconds will run off the clock. So when it starts to get inside 15, 10 seconds, you got to start, you know, trying something different here and start going for the end zone. I think they're probably setting up that double move along the outside, Steve. They they fake that hitch route and decide to go long. It's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, I do it at Madden. You got that right. <laughs> We'll all pump fake and then, you know, mm-hmm. wheel out. Ball spot on the 42-yard line. Four wide receivers for Paoletti. Paoletti's looking to his left. He's going to hold it longer this time. He's going to launch it down the field. Intended for Abel Hoff. Incomplete. 
Good coverage down the field as there was three Pioneers waiting for it. So he takes a chance down the field. It was worth it. Yeah, it was worth You know, luckily, luckily it wasn't intercepted. Um, but he just threw it away. So 19 seconds to go, second and 10. Again, they can look. Eric, you have any idea? Still, the referees are huddling up right now. I'm, I'm still trying to figure this one out. It's going to be a legal formation on the Tigers. It's going to back them up. So you have about one, possibly two plays remaining here. If you can go maybe one real quick out of bounds, I would say do that. Real quick hit right out of bounds and then give the last shot and bomb it. And again, you have number 11, Marcus Weathers, who's tall. Taller than any of the corners they have, it looks like. Right. Um, Four wide receivers. Hoff, the low wide receiver on the far side. He's looking that way. He's going to come back and launch it down the field for Marcus Weathers. He's going to come down with it. He's going to come down with it. He has one second remaining. Marple's got to spike the ball. Marple's got to spike the ball. They're all the way down on the 24-yard line. Had to get up to it. And they're going to snap it. Marple Newtown spikes it. There has to be time on the clock, Steve. There's still time on the clock. They're going to tell the sideline to go back to one another. They're going to put time back on this. Marple's going to have one more play to the end zone. Yeah, we'll still have one more play. So an excellent, excellent catch there by Abel or Marcus Weathers. We're going to depend on Eric. The sideline is erupting right now. They got one more play, but what a catch by Marcus Weathers. There's life. There's life right now. Let's let's hope these uh, clock issues get ironed out, and uh, we'll see what they can do here from about uh, 25 yards out here. They're going to be 25 yards out. Thank you, Eric. Game on the line. There is drama. You have to love it. They're going to put .6 on the clock. It's going to get pale lady enough time to throw it down the field. Woo! You got to love the drama. You really do. And they're going to have a real, real opportunity. And again, throw it. I see you got to throw this to Marcus Weathers because he's tall. He can go up and get it. And Chris Rufer's not. You have Rufo in there. You have, you have Car- uh, Cameron Mathis. You, you got guys in there. They're going to rush three, it looks like. Four wide receiver set for Paoletti. He's going to roll. He's protected. He's going to launch it into the end. He's going to fake the pump fake. He's going to roll back to his left. He's going to throw it in the middle of the field, and it's going to be dropped, and that will be the ball game. Conestoga at the goal line, batted it down. Paoletti didn't get a good chance. There's a flag on the play, though. It's going to be a legal man downfield. So it's going to be on Marble Newtown, and that will do it. That will do it. Marble Newtown falls to Conestoga for their first loss of the season, 13 to nine. And you know, got to credit Conestoga on a great victory there as they celebrate midfield as both teams line up. But you know, good friends on either side. Coach Gicking, who uh, him and his, some of his members of the staff coached at Conestoga for the past so many years, and second year over here at Marple Newtown doing a great job. But Conestoga got the better of Marple Newtown tonight. 
and you know that blocked extra point really hurt them because you convert that, you're in position to tie this ball game up with Lambrizios, who I'm confident put in that situation. But hey, yeah, you're six and one. It's it's disappointing, um, but hey, you're you're not you're not into really going undefeated. You know, the bigger goals, you know, in the distance, and that is get in the playoffs, do some noise in the playoffs. Six and one. Right. You still have, you still have three more games left. You have Garnet Valley, you have Pencrest, you have Strathaven. Mm. You got to go in and win those three games. Right. I mean, right now you're not locked into the playoffs, but you know their biggest goal is to make noise in the playoffs. Yeah, Central League title, which is still on the line. This is your one loss. I don't know what Upper Darby did tonight against Radnor, what Harford's doing, who's also undefeated. But hey, you got to put this behind. You got to learn from your mistakes. You're going into Garnet Valley next week. That's a mm. huge ball game. That's a huge game for this program. That's right. So whether you're 7-0 or 6-1, this team's got to put it behind, have a great week of practice, and go in next week and get a big win in their quest for either a Central League title, but more importantly, a run in the playoffs. Eric, final thoughts. Well, disappointing. Disappointing, Dave. Just throughout the course of the game, so many botched snaps, just negative plays in the first half and even some in the second, penalties. But, uh... You know, they hung tough with a pretty good Conestoga team. So, you know, not a lot of confidence going into Garner Valley, probably probably the best team in the Central League. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens coming off this disappointment. But keep their heads held high, 6-1. and one, It's not that bad. We're going to step aside for the final break. Marble Newtown Falls, 13-9. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. That will do it. Abel Hoff's ability to go down the field was not enough. Marble Newtown falls for their first loss of the season. With that said, next week the Marble Newtown Tigers will play the Jaguars of Garner Valley High School on the campus of Garner Valley High School with a 7 o'clock kickoff on Friday, October 23rd in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and can be heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2015 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our other broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MN Tigers and at MN Athletics and on Instagram at MN Tigers. Color commentator and engineer Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePentima, head coach, dean of students and athletic director Chris Gicking, game clock operator Frank Rufo, spider in the booth Tommy Peel, and assisting with PA duties. Statisticians, Steve Milk, engineer and executive producer Jim Allsman. I'm Dave DePasco from the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com.
This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, My Way Entertainment, DZO Mechanical, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, Sprawl Lanes, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Rinmar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarvelNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MN Tigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marvel Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!